We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. God bless you. Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Dave Shear, the host of Refuge Freedom Stories. Today we're having a special show for you. I have John Tavener here with me, who is our studio tech producer, and I also have Alan Campbell, who is the founder of Refuge Ministries Canada. I would call this our 2020 year-end wrap-up. And Alan, what would you say? I would agree with that. (laughs) All right. Today, we're going to talk about a few different things. We've had many guests on the show. How many guests have we had so far, John? We've produced 29 shows, so we've had 29 guests. Wow. And God has really blessed this. Uh, It's just wonderful. And I'm going to hand this over to Alan to give you a little piece about how we started this radio show, Refuge Freedom Stories. Go ahead, Alan. So I had heard that 77% of Canadians believe in miracles. Spending some time in prayer, the Lord really impressed upon me that we should do something where we could do a radio show that would simply have someone share their story and the reality of how God changed their life. And that's how the short started back in June of this year. Beautiful. Where, where did you go from there, Alan? Well, the first thought was that we would have it on Faith FM, our local station here. And then when we began to do one or two shows, I realized that there were other Christian radio stations across Canada that would air it for us. So presently we're on eight stations across Canada and different podcast platforms that broadcast the show around the world. And just let me add to that, Dave, that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Listen Notes. That's incredible. I, uh, it's just hard to, to conceptualize that it has advanced so far. The Lord has taken this and used it for ministry. John, do you have some statistics about uh, the podcast and uh, the outreach of the program? Yeah, I can uh, tell you a little bit about that. So we started back in June. The podcast started a little bit later than the radio show. We'd already had a couple of radio shows uh, broadcast by the time we went live with the, with the podcast itself. But we've had 
almost a thousand downloads of the shows in the time that we've been airing them. Our audience comes from all across Canada, Nunavut and the Northwest Territories have not actually seen any downloads as of yet. In the States, we've had downloads across a whole number of the states, uh, Virginia, California, Arizona, Georgia, Texas, New York. Uh, some of them are marked as unknown because they have uh, VPN blockers. Across the world, we've been uh, downloaded in uh, Thailand, South Africa, and as far as way as Australia and Mexico. So we're really starting to branch out to fulfill the word of the Lord where we were be a light unto the nations and that's my prayer that the uh, radio show and the podcast would grow in 2021 to reach more of the world with stories of how people's lives are changed by the power of God. Wow, that's incredible. You know, I remember when this all started, I was praying about ministry and I was involved in several different things, but I was praying because I felt the Lord leading me in another area. And I heard about Refuge Ministries Canada and I was incredibly impressed with what they were doing. And I called Alan and said, hey, I would like to support you some way or another. And I don't know if it was that uncle. I think he called me back later and said, Dave, I've been praying for somebody to be a host of this radio project we're doing. And many people have come to me and said your name that came to them during their prayer about it. And that's how, how it started, you know, for me. And it's just incredible how God moves and speaks to us in body and directs us, you know? Well, I think it started earlier than that, Dave, when God gave you that perfect broadcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> that's, uh, I, I had very little training. I only actually took media training back at Weeble when I was continuing my high school education as an adult. But since then, I've finished college. However, I didn't think I'd ever get back into media as per se until, bang, God said, this is what you're doing. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's incredible how God already knows the plans that he has for our lives. Because when I was in high school, I actually was a DJ on our high school radio station. Wow. Broadcasting shows into the cafeteria every lunchtime, at least a few days a week, if not every day. And during one of my spares, you know, I, I wanted to get into radio and television arts, but I ended up going off in a different direction in my career. So it's kind of funny how God orchestrates our lives to achieve his purposes, don't you think? Absolutely. We noticed over the course of the shows that there's been some, you know, themes that we're developing. Dave always asks people to give their final thoughts or one thought that they would say to themselves if they were younger or to share with the audience. And so we've captured those into groupings and they've been grouped into three different areas. So Alan, if maybe you could just talk about the first one. God is in control. Amen. God will take you on a spiritual journey for your good. You're going to learn a lot. There's going to be well done, my good and faithful servant, when you go through the different challenges that God will put you through and you don't give up. You hold true and there's light on the other side of the tunnel. Second, get back to the simplicity of the gospel and just seek God above all else. Give him the space and quiet myself enough to actually hear what he has for me. 
He keeps interrupting my plans and my dreams and the vision I have for my life. And it's just way better. It's way sweeter just knowing him is better than anything else I've tasted in life. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think God will take you on a spiritual journey for your good. And I don't think we always recognize that what he's taking us through is for our good. Amen. But when we look back on it, it always is. It's always an experience to be more intimate and learn more about our relationship with him and that he really does love us and he is in control. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Some of those, John, are the, those are our uh, the statements that people had, had said. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. These have, these have all been drawn from the the audio of the show. They're actual statements about what the interviewees shared with the the listeners at the end of each of their broadcasts. It's incredible. I've learned so much from that, and from all the interviews, and from each one of the interviewees, and the transparency, and just seeing that life changing power of Christ and the Holy Spirit in their lives, and, and the vulnerability, uh, Dave. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the vulnerability around, you know, sharing your story and, and making yourself vulnerable publicly. And, and Christ told us to do that. I almost feel proud of the people that have come forward and share their stories because many people will work through all types of fears and things around doing that. Not that they don't do it in their regular day-to-day life. However, it's a whole different concept to have a microphone in your face and say, what do you believe in? You know, so true. And I'm the same way. Like I listen to every single show because I have to, you know, go through and do some editing and pick the right music to go along with each of the shows that kind of reflects the sense of the spirit in the show. And so it, it certainly had an impact on, on me as well. The discussions that each of them have, as you said, they're vulnerable, they're, they're open to share what God's done in their life. And it's incredible how the consistency of the messages that we've seen over this last period of time since we started, that God is, is clearly saying something to us through this compilation of the show. And the other part of it, Johnny, is when we started, we wanted to really have a show that would demonstrate the reality of God in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And you look back on it, and that is exactly what's happened. Agreed, 100%. I just want to say, too, that, you know, people don't realize what goes on behind the scenes of the show. And I want to thank you, John, for your work. Yeah. And, and Ellen, you know, we pray about every show. We pray and ask God to guide us and lead us. And you do, I know as well, with the editing and yep. and uh, everything. And we've had discussions about different guests. And, you know, we've learned because God has shown us, you know, some people, they're loving. They're doing what Christ asked us to do with people in the world and the vulnerable sectors and what have you. And sometimes they're not permitted to attach that to anything. Mm-hmm. However, it's very evident. And, you know, that's that's the direct calling we have is to love people and treat people like Christ would. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, there's there's times, as you say, we pray before every show, whether you're interviewing them or or. I'm editing it or uh, Alan's interfacing with people, you know, uh, things like that. And it's incredible to me how God can direct to broadcast a show, even broadcast a show at a specific time. I might be working on two or three shows at one time and I just sense, no, it's got to be this one this week and that one next week, not the other way around. And (laughs) for whatever reason, because we don't know who's listening to the show. If you're listening to our show today, God bless you. I pray that God will speak to your heart through, through the shows that we have. Uh, online.
and uh, over the airways. It's incredible how, you know, something that may not minister to me can certainly touch somebody else, you know, because everybody's unique. Everybody has a different experience. Everybody has a different life that they've lived through. And it's it's just incredible. Yeah, man. And, and it's like we didn't all, like Alan, John, and myself didn't know each other well. We knew of each other. We knew each other. But we we're in the body of Christ. And it's incredible how much we've grown in our relationships through this radio show. I love you guys. Yeah. You guys are incredible. And Likewise. and I just am so blessed by being involved with both of you and all of the interviewees. You leave that interview feeling like we are a part of the body and we're all from different backgrounds, all different churches, all different things, you know, and, and but we have unity in Christ. Amen. Just beautiful. Amen. So let me let me move on to one of the other categories here. Talking about fellowship with God. So obviously, you know, people have come through a lot of situations in their lives, as, as we've heard over the last while, and they've recognized, as Alan said, that God's in control of every step of their life, every situation they've been through that brings them to that relationship with Him. And once they get into that relationship with God, then they realize that it takes more than just that first step in faith. You know, they have to build a relationship with God. And, you know, some of the things that the people have shared with us is that, you know, we might be scared, but God is there and he never leaves us or forsakes us. There's strength in walking with Jesus. Look to him every day for the strength to follow what he would have us do. Even when you feel you've hit rock bottom, Jesus is there waiting for you to pick you back up. Another one that struck me when I was putting these together was, if you pursue God, he's going to come after you. He's waiting for you. Makes me think of the the story of the prodigal son, the father out waiting for his son to come back. And when he saw me, ran towards him with passion and love and just wanted to embrace him. And God's like that. He's waiting for you to come to him. They talked about getting in a routine of fellowship, uh, whether it's with other believers or at a local church, something really important to do. And they also talked about searching our hearts. And, you know, it's more than just showing up on a Sunday morning, but it's a matter of getting in fellowship with God and being still and knowing that he is God. All of those things, incredible insights from people that have come through a lot of difficult situations in their life. That, along with love, are two of the three categories. And Dave, I know you've got the last one there ready to share. Absolutely. I don't like to say it's the most important one, but <laughs> <laughs> but love is one of the most important things. And that's what we find in grace and acceptance, you know. And we have that whole realm that it's not just a surface thing. It goes much, much deeper on levels and levels as you grow with grace. And sometimes, you know, when you first experience God, you experience Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So many of our interviewees have talked about how they were just blown away, emotionally feeling that love and warmth from God. Some people, you know, said, you know, there's not a lot of sounding horns and and lights going off and choirs singing. And through time, they, they have a peace comes over them and feel God's love. Here's one. We all are the same. Life is brief. Okay, there's a lot of consistency with that through the interviews, realizing how short life is. Mm-hmm. Jesus has always been the way, the truth, and the light. And whatever you give up, he gives back. Whatever place you're at, he already knows about. You might be scared, but he is there. He never leaves us and never forsakes you. The world might be filled with hypocrites, but Jesus is not one of those. Mm -hmm. He is not a hypocrite. I mean, another one was, I've come to see how reliable God is. And the journey 
is free. It's fun, free, and not knowing what was going to happen next. Another one was, we are all loved, and we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. Every single one of us. We all have value in God's sight. And one of my favorites, not that we should do that, is raise the praise and love out loud. I think we all know who that was. Yeah, You can't raise the praise unless you're in a position of humility and recognition of an awesome God, although he deserves it. And all the rocks will cry out and everything that's being created by him and for him deserves to praise him. So by raising the praise, you can't help but love out loud. It's our duty to love. We share that truth and it's got to be visible. It's got to be audible. Raise the praise. That's incredible. You know, there's one that stuck out for me in the uh, category about love. And it said, I tried it all, and the only thing that worked for me was God. There was hope that God hears you when you're praying, even if you think you're forgotten. He loved me when I was at my worst. And it it just so struck me that everybody has a perception that things can't get any worse sometimes, or they come to that place of hopelessness or whatever. And, you know, an individual said, he loved me when I was at my worst. And we've all had times when we've been at our worst, and God's love hasn't changed. There's so many beautiful things that people have said that touch my heart and, and really have grabbed the hold of my heart sometimes, actually taking me by surprise. Agreed. And, wow. There are no words for that. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been an incredible journey. And if anybody wants to listen to any of the shows that they've missed on podcast or on the radio, they, they can go to www.refugeministriescanada.com. The site will come up. You click on Refuge Freedom Stories, and then you can listen to all the previously recorded shows. This show is going to be broadcast at Christmas. One of the scriptures that I wanted to really share about this being our year-end and our Christmas show is in 1 John 4, 9 to 10. And it says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. What a powerful, powerful message. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unexpected, would you believe after all we've projected? A child in a manger, lonely and small, the weakest of all, unlikeliest hero wrapped in his mother's shawl, just a child. Say
you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. That's 519-701-0108. God bless you.